Welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers, giving you the motivation and inspiration you need to make the most of your later years. Whether you're still in the planning stages or you're several years in, we'll share stories from boomers who refuse to act their age and continue to live a life inspired. Let them show you how being old can be new if you know what to do with your host, Terry Lorbeer. Hello and welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers. My guest today is Kava Shinowitz. Kava does organic social media management, helping you build your brand, increase visibility, and drive measurable business growth. As a small business owner, Kava understands how hard it can be to manage all aspects of running a business, including social media marketing. That's why she is passionate about helping other small businesses to succeed and thrive online. Her company, Digi Agency, offers an affordable one-stop shop for all of your digital marketing needs, combining creativity and management with an emphasis on getting your exposure organically without relying solely on paid ads. Welcome, Kava. How are you today? Hey, Terry. All good. Excited to be here. I'm glad to have you. So let's start by telling my audience exactly what social media marketing is and what is the difference with organic marketing? What does that mean? Okay. So social media, as we've all heard about Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, this is social media, right? And what is the difference between organic and paid is exactly that. Organic is you put it out there and you're not paying anyone to do anything for you unless you're taking somebody like me who's a social media manager to help you to do it for you. And paid advertising means you're going to pay the platform, which means you're going to pay Facebook, you can pay Instagram, you can pay TikTok, YouTube, Google, whoever it is in order to, it's much quicker and you'll have a maybe a bigger reach, but you have to know what you're doing in order for in order for you not to lose your pants <laughs> because right. it can be really, small, really expensive. I think a lot of small businesses waste a lot of money. They spend a lot and they don't get what they think they're going to because they don't understand it and they don't yeah. know how it works. Yeah. So it's, it's simple for those people who know what they're doing. But mm-hmm. if you don't know what you're doing, you can eat through your budget like really, really quickly. And yeah. that, that's the scary part about it. But the idea of paid advertising is that you put $1 and you get $2 out. And if that's the case and if that works, then keep going. And who wouldn't keep going, right? Right. But it definitely takes time to test and to find the winning offer. And the other thing about paid advertising is that you need to have a funnel in place and know that what you know it, it doesn't just help to put money on ads and okay so now i got 10,000 likes and like did you send them to the right offer did they did you get them on your email list did you back where do most of the sales happen when people say i made a fortune on social media social media really works for me where 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 is the sale coming from is it coming from the fact that the guy liked your post or is something else happening and more than likely it's in the back end what do i mean by that i mean that People have captured the the email of the prospect and now are email marketing them or they direct message them in the DMs of Instagram 
or on Facebook in the chats. And now the sale takes place once the person is now in your funnel in terms of you're bringing them down on a journey and they're getting to know, like, and trust you. And then they decide, yes, this is what I want, right? So paid advertising, if you don't have your funnel in place and you don't have your journey of where you're taking people through to, and you're not capturing their emails or you're not capturing their details, you're wasting your money. Point blank. Absolutely. <laughs> Point blank. It, it's going to be vanity metric. So it will be really nice to say I put down X amount of dollars and I got 10,000 leads, 10,000 10, likes, or I got so many followers. But that's not going to bring anything to your downline, right? Yep. It's not going to put money in the bank. It's just a vanity metric. So paid advertising also is becoming more and more expensive. It's not a few years back when things started out and it was like a total gold mine. Today, you've got to know what you're doing right. and it's expensive. It really is expensive. So things, there's certain things that are more expensive than others. And as you very much know, things are constantly changing, constantly yes. changing. So yep. what worked yesterday doesn't mean that it works today. And the rules change constantly. So paid advertising, if you know what you're doing, it's amazing. But if you don't know what you're doing, you can really get yourself into, you can lose your budget really, really quickly. Whereas organic, even even if you go into paid advertising, even if you do the paid advertising route, you still need a presence for organic. You still need to have that presence of posting, of reels, of videos going out there on the various social media platforms so that people can, you know, people need to get to know, like, and trust you. So they need to have a few, we were just discussing this earlier, you need to have a few touch points, right? Yes. And there was a study recently said that people need, it used to be like seven touch points, and now they're saying you need about 13 touch points. Oh, wow. So that means that people like need to get to know, like, and trust you, and they need to see you. You need to be visible, right? Yeah. So one of the ways to do that is to hang out on social media because social media is where everybody's hanging out, right? They, they're getting entertained. They're getting information. They're looking at their kids and, and their family and their friends. So they're hanging out there and depends on which platform you're talking about or which platform you prefer. If your ideal client is hanging out there, then that's where you want to be, right? So as a baby boomer, you're probably going to be more on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, than on the other platforms but again it depends what what is your what is your business right, right. and and who you're trying to to attract but if you're if you go and you work out who your avatar is and who your business is who your ideal client is and they're sitting on facebook then you want to be on facebook but if they're sitting on instagram or youtube then that's where you want to be right now yeah. um even you don't just want to be on one platform, I'm thinking, even if you're a boomer, I think you need to be on at least a couple. You don't have to be on every platform, but I think you should be on more than just one. So I'm on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. They're my main ones. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, I agree with that. I think each platform has a slightly different audience, right? right? But not only is the audience difference, but the algorithm. I'm sure you guys have heard about the algorithm. So the algorithm works slightly different on each platform. And you could put out the exact same content on one platform and it will perform amazingly well. And you could put the exact same content somewhere else and it will just bump. 
won't do anything. Or alternatively, you could think that you put it out on your main platform and it bombs and you put it out on TikTok, for example, and it just takes off. Right. Right. <laughs> so you never know. You never know. So like yeah. also the other thing is like don't get don't get by by being on different platforms, you've got a chance of reaching more people. You've got a chance of the algorithm playing to your strengths and and okay, so it, it didn't go off on Instagram, but it went really well on Facebook or it did really well on TikTok, right? And TikTok feeds your your Instagram and your tick and your YouTube. So, you know, you're getting more reach from all these different platforms. And and also like don't get discouraged. Just because it didn't work on one platform doesn't mean that it's not gonna work on another one. And just because if you think that this is like star quality or there's like a really good post and it didn't take off, post it again. Yep. Some people have posted things seven times on the seventh time it went viral. But for the first six times they got crickets, right? Right. So you know, you never know. You tweaked it, you changed the song, you changed the text, you changed each time you change something slightly and boom, something takes off and the algorithm loves you and off you go. Right. How about timing? Is there a better time to post? Like that's always a big question in people's mind. Should I post first thing in the morning? Is afternoon better? Early evening when people are more likely to be looking? Like, is there a best time or do we just need to be consistent? Okay, so this is like something that there's a huge debate about. (laughs) (laughs) Some people will say like, yes, that's like we've cracked the code and this is the best time to post, right? And other people will say there's no such thing, right? And the truth of the matter is it's the best time for your audience. Like if you go on Facebook, it actually tells you when your audience is mostly active, right? So it might tell you that 11 a.m. is the best time to post and you might find that or, or 9 a.m. might be the best time, right? Or maybe 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. So you have to, the only way to really know is by trial and error and to see where you got the most people, you know, engaging with your content mm-hmm. and then seeing, okay, this did really well. I posted it at 1 p.m. All right, let's try it again and see if something, if it happens again. Mm-hmm. If it happens again, oh, okay, now we're onto something. So 1 p.m. is my time that I should be posting on Facebook, right? But the other thing is don't post at, at 1 p.m. or 1.15 or 1.30, post at 1.03 or 1.13 or 1.27. Because otherwise, like, there's so many people posting on the hour or on the round numbers. Right. You're in way more competition. But if you post just a little bit off, Mm -hmm. you've got more chance of being seen. That's interesting. I never even thought of that, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Wow. And there was another question I had now went right out of my head. Um, How important are hashtags? Because hashtags are another, like I use them on LinkedIn. You can't use them on Facebook, but I haven't been using them on Instagram. Can I use them on Instagram? Absolutely. You can use it, but they're not as prevalent as they were, right? Like last year or even two years ago you would like 30 hashtags and they use as many hashtags as you can today there's a thought that you should put using nine hashtags and you should mix them up mm-hmm. like three are of what your video is about three is about who you want to attract and three would be about three big big hashtags like for example entrepreneurship or women in entrepreneur women entrepreneurs or mompreneurs or whatever it is right mm-hmm. Um, so you basically break it down 
other people will say to you that they're using 30 or 20 hashtags and they're still getting quite a bit of reach from the hashtags. Again, you have to you have to try it out. It's not that hashtags are dead. Definitely not on, on Instagram. That's for sure not. Mm-hmm. But you do have to. I don't think you need to be 30 hashtags anymore. About like 9, 12, you know, definitely use them and, and definitely spice them up. Like, you know, definitely do things. Okay, what is my what is my post about? Those are the hashtags. Who am I trying to attract? Those are my hashtags, right? Not just anything from anyone. Right. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. You know, definitely. And like the huge hashtags, you're just going to get lost in the shuffle. So, like, there's no point in putting them out there, right? Mm-hmm. We're too small to even try and compete with them. Mm-hmm. So, try, try and niche them down as much as possible, but definitely use them. Definitely use them. Facebook is not going to work. And on LinkedIn, you need to use up to three hashtags. That's it. So, how about posting more than once a day? Because I'm seeing a lot of people on LinkedIn that are posting three or four times a day. Is that too much? Or yeah, they're just constantly. LinkedIn, you don't need to post so much. LinkedIn, you can post once a week if you want to. Um, okay. Some people, you know, you can get away with once a week on LinkedIn if your content is good, mm-hmm. right? Rather put out good quality content than post five times a, a day and it's just like, I'm posting content so that I have content to be posted. Like it's not going to do as well as if you post one good post that you value post that your audience is going to know that, oh, Terry now put out a post. I'm going to go and read it because I know that she gives good stuff. Mm -hmm. So rather post once a week and it's good than five times a day and it's eh. Nobody wants to know that you went and walked your dog. Right. Right. I mean, some people like to put that out, but let's face it, we're busy people. We don't want to. I'm not interested. And and the bottom line is, like, in, in that people kind of like it's hard to comprehend, but people aren't interested in you. They're interested in what you can do for them. Yes. And I think that is something that we all need to, like, keep in mind. Like, it's not about you. It's about what you can do for your client, what you can do for your ideal customer. And that's how you're going to make the sale in the in the long run, right? So if people know that you you are serving them and you're giving them value and you're putting out everything that you've got for them, it's all about them. It's not about you. So if I'm taking showing you a thing that I'm taking my dog for a walk, okay, but how does that relate to you? Right. right. <laughs> I took my dog for a walk and while I was taking my dog for a walk, I had an epiphany and this is what I thought about. And this is how, you know, I came up with this idea. Ah, now there's a reason why I posted why I went for my dog for a walk. Right. But if it's just about the fact that I took my dog for a walk and look how cute my dog is, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, some people will say it does work. Personally, I'm not interested in seeing that kind of content. And I think most people aren't because we're busy people. We've got too much on our plates as it is. So if you're going to jump in and and I'm going to, you know, be scrolling on my phone and doing this, I'm not going to stop because you, unless it's like a hugely cute picture of your dog. Right. <laughs> Why am I going to stop the scroll, right? Right. So right. Unless you've got, unless there's something in it for me, let's face it. So we're all very selfish in that respect. So that's also something like to think about in terms of your content. What are you posting? Like, 
you know, how, how is my content related to my client? How is my content related to the person I need to serve, right? What is the value that I'm giving them? So that's, that's one of the things to always think about, like, who are you serving? Who's your avatar? What kind of posts are you putting out there? You know, make right. sure that they value, make sure that they're also entertaining for sure. But if you just go with value posts, there's no reason why you won't succeed. Right. So what does your company do exactly? Do they come up with the wording for all of the social posts or how do you take the burden off of us small business owners and exactly how do you make life easier for us? Okay, so it's not 100% done for you, but it's I'd say it's close to done for you. Why? Because we're in a partnership, right? You right. are the expert in your field. I cannot be the expert in your field because then I wouldn't be in my field. <laughs> so I definitely need your input, right? So mm-hmm. what we do is we sit together and we get to know your business and we get to know who who is your avatar, who are the people, who are the people you're trying to attract. And then we come up with a content creation strategy of what kind of content we should be putting out. And okay, let's think, okay, these are the questions that are being asked on Google. These are the questions that people are asking in your thing. How do we answer them? What should we be putting out? How can we translate that into a video? Or how can we translate that into a carousel? And then if you are the service provider, then more than likely we will need you to be to go on camera because video is where it's at today. There's just no Absolutely. getting out of it. Yep. Yep. So what will happen is I would say to you, okay, Terry, can you go and talk to me and give me three three tips about what you do, right? Three benefits about what you do or three, you know, tips about blah, 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 right? Yep. Then you just take your phone and record it. And of course, we'll give you tips on how to do it and what to do. And then you send us the raw, the raw footage. We'll edit it. We'll put in the captions. We'll put in the, the B-roll or the stock footage, whatever we think should be in there. Mm-hmm. And then we will post it for you with a caption. Of course, everything, nothing goes out without your approval. So the way I like to work is I try and get things done, like try to be like two weeks ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. So because you know what life happens. We all know that. Yeah, you get absolutely. Sick, kids yep. get sick, you go on vacation. I don't know what. There's always like tons of things happening, right? Always. So, the way I like to do it is I try, it's a little bit of a push in the beginning, but try to get to a point where we're like two weeks ahead mm-hmm. so that there's always content ready to go out. So it doesn't make a difference if you're there or you're not there, you know, we're, we're ahead of the game. Yes. And and it just gets easier. Once you've got through that push to get ahead of the game and and then we discuss, you know, we, we monitor, see, okay, this worked well, let's put out more content re- around this topic. You know, you constantly checking to see what worked, what didn't work, because in the end of the day, nobody nobody has the secret. Nobody knows what no. works the algorithm 100%, because if they did, we'd all be multimillionaires. Right? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but some but, say they know that they have the answer, but they really don't. They really don't. Oh, like, I mean, let's not face it. Trial and error, right? You got to try it and see what works. You do it again. Yep. But the but the, the the truth of the matter is if you're consistent, like slow and consistent will win the game. You know, slow and steady will win the yes. race at the end right. of the day. 
So I would rather have my clients putting out once a week content, Mm -hmm. but it's every single week than putting out like three times a day. And then next week there's nothing going out. And then again, oh gosh, we haven't put out, let's put out three, four times in like the next two days and then nothing. Right. I'd rather people put out one twice a week. And then like, as also, once you get into the the swing of things and you understand like how it works and you take out that overwhelm and you've got like a system in place. Right. It becomes easier, right? We all know that processes make things easier. So once we've got a process going and we understand, okay, you doing this and you send it to me and I do this, this and that, then it's off your plate, right? Right. We also have um, a thing which is very, very cool is we help we help clients in the sense that if it's too difficult for you to go out there and make the content, so we'll interview you for 60 minutes. And in that interview, we will ask you the questions that Google is asking in your niche. So you mm-hmm. know, we know that these are questions that people want to know the answer to. And then we will do almost like what we're doing now, like an interview where we, where we chat one-on-one and we have good quality video and good quality voice and then we take that and we have two options you can either break it up into say eight reels and then we'll post them for you or we can also make it into a youtube video and you know have a long video the whole all those eight questions and which obviously will smoothly go into one one another that's Mm -hmm. the whole idea right Right. and then you have a video for your youtube we have a podcast to go out and you have eight reels, which can be broken up into two months of content if you post it once a week or one and one month of content, which is posted twice a week, right? Right. And now all you had to do was give me 60 minutes of your time uh, talking about a topic that you are an expert about, right? Right. Or so, passionate about. Hopefully. Or passionate about. So passionate. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And then your job's done. Right. Yeah. You like all that overwhelm and all that, oh my God, what the hell am I going to do? And how do I work with the phone? And what do I do? And how do I put it out there? And what time do I put it out there? And what caption right. do I put in? How do I caption everything? This is a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> a and lot. you take care of the technical stuff that I don't know how to do, like breaking it down into eight reels. Like I wouldn't even know how to do that. Where do you cut it? How? So you take care of all that technical stuff. We just have to do the original, which is great. Like even if we do a little, clip of a video we send it to you you put the caption you do all the hard work because I don't know how to do that part and that's why I think a lot of business owners don't do it because we go I don't know how to do it and I don't know you know who 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 I can get to do it and I don't know how expensive it is to do it and so speaking about that you do offer one 20-minute discovery call correct So that people can call you and get a feel for what you're going to do and maybe how much it's going to cost so that they feel more comfortable moving ahead. And this is probably a better way to go. If you have money to spend, do that first before you start doing paid ads. Because like you said, if you're doing paid ads and you don't know what you're doing, you are wasting your money. So do some of this upfront work first, get a better feel, and and then you can do the paid ads. Yes. Absolutely. Another thing is like you're doing your research through organic, right? So say say a video does really, really well. Say you've got 20,000 views on your video, for example, right? Now right. take that video and run ads to it, okay? Because you already know that that video did well. You know that people like it, right? Right. 
Now put money on it. Now blow it up. Yep. yep. If you did it the other way around, you could be yes. spending a lot of money to get to those results, right? Yes. And I think a lot of small business owners forget to do test first. Like you should test different things and to figure out what is working better. I think we just throw things out there and then they work and they don't, but it's better to just do a little test first. If it's working well, spend more money on it. You know, testing's important and it's not something that I think small businesses that have ever done digital marketing think about. Right. But the other thing I want to also say is that social media, it's just the top of the funnel, right? When you're looking at, when you think about a marketing funnel and you think about a funnel, so the top of the funnel is the widest section and then it goes down, 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 right? So you want to be, Social media is the top of the funnel. That's where everybody's hanging out, right? right. So that's why you want to be there. But then you need to be marketing on the back end. You need to be doing email marketing. You need to be doing your direct messaging. You need to be chatting with people. You need to be getting calls with people. And that's where the sales going to happen. But what's also really, really important is to get people off social media. And yes. why do I say that? I say that for one really, really simple reason. Your social media can't does not belong to you as much as you think it belongs to you it doesn't it right? doesn't i know it doesn't <laughs> and it's very scary but at any moment at any given time your account can be closed out my account my facebook account was closed shut down on me last week oh. and before no reason right a bot came along and decided that something was wrong i got it returned to me within 24 hours but it was like I kept saying to them, I didn't do anything wrong. Right. right. I've heard that. I've heard that over and over. Oh, I, It's completely insane, right? And you right. sit there for 24 hours and you don't know if you've like lost all your groups, if you've lost all your contacts, right? It, it's, it's very, very stressful. I know someone, a client of mine, who, you know, Facebook and WhatsApp are now connected. And they shut down his Facebook and they shut down his WhatsApp. He had to get a new SIM card. Mm -hmm. Like, so, I mean, it, it, it's crazy. So what do you want to do is you really want to think that social media is, is the top of the funnel and that's where everybody's hanging out. So that's a good place to be. It's like networking on steroids, right? Right. <laughs> but, but at the same point, you have to think about what I do if they take away that. What do they what do I do if they take that away from me, right? Which can happen. And that's why it's important to have your website. That's why it's important to have your email list because those things belong to you and no one can take them away from you. So if for whatever reason your account got shut down, you won't start from scratch. Yes. Right. And that that's something people I think don't think enough about. And no, you just think about it. Unless you know someone that it happened to, it's the furthest thing from your mind. You just don't think it can happen. But yeah, it can. So you need to have backups. Yeah, you do need to have backups. And you do want to like, you, you really, really want to keep people's, you know, get them in, you know, obviously you ask for the information. That's why, you know, you've got your funnel and you've got your freebie and, it, you know, it goes on and on and on. But right. like, it's so important to get people off the social media, like use the social media as, as a tool to yes. get yourself out there and, and be on, on steroids to get out there, right? Yeah. Because let's yep. face it, let's face it, okay? How hard would it be for you just to get into a room, to fill up a room, a, a hall of 100 people? It's tough. It's really, yeah. really tough, right? 
But if I put out a reel and I reach a hundred people, I've just reached them in a couple of seconds, right? hundred yep. people that didn't know who I was now know who I am, right? I've touched them. And now the next thing I put out reaches 200 or 300, right? Like it doesn't need to reach 20,000, 100,000, a million people in order to have an impact. Yeah. And that I think is something else that people forget, right? That think about how much how much effort it would take for you to reach 100 people, 1,000 people, and how quickly you can reach them via your content over social media, right? Yep. And and, and think, of, think about it in those terms and not in terms of, oh, my God, I didn't go viral. <laughs> 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 and, and like now what? It's not working for me, right? No. Right. A lot of people will tell you that going viral doesn't actually mean money in the bank. And going viral, nope. right? Um, nope. A little bit of a misconception that a lot of people have is like, oh, my God, I've got to go viral in order to make money. But it's not true. If you have even a small amount of people, but they – are your target audience and they mm-hmm. listening to who you are you'll probably do better than the yep. person who's got like huge amounts of followings right yep. of people who really aren't necessarily their target audience so that's another thing to keep to keep in mind right is that it's not necessarily that it's not working for you just because you are, i only got a hundred views of my video <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. And, and it is, it's discouraging sometimes, right? And people think to themselves, oh my God, like, come on, it's not working. Why is it, you know, what am I doing wrong? But it's a hundred views. It's a hundred touch points of people that didn't know you before. Right. When you switch that mindset and you think about it in those terms, suddenly it, it has a whole different meaning, right? Yes. Yes. And if out of those hundred people, now you get 10 followers. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking, and now maybe even two people signed up to your email list. Now, now you're really getting somewhere, yeah. right? Right. And and if you think about how difficult that would have been before to get a hundred people into a hall and to talk to talk to them about your topic, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it would cost you a lot of money to do that, and you're still probably only going to get a couple of people that buy your program or get on your email list. It's going to be the same thing, but now you've spent way more money doing that to get the same results. Now we can do it online. It is phenomenal when you think about it. It's insane. I mean, today what you can do and that you can automate things and you've got automated webinars and you've got all these things going on, right? There's so much. It's totally mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. And throw in AI and you're like, oh, oh, yeah, I'm not even into that yet, but I'll have to learn about it because it's, I've heard it's doing amazing things already. So it's, yeah, that's another thing to learn. And, you know, you want to, as a boomer, you want to keep learning, you want to keep growing. So that's something I'll get into once I move. I don't think I'll be, have enough time until I'm down in Florida, which hopefully by the end of the year, I'll be there. It's been a long process, but um, hopefully by the end of the year, I'll be in Florida and retired from real estate so that I can just focus on my podcast. That's it. One thing. That would be amazing. But yeah, AI can really, really shorten, shorten the journey for everybody, right? And to learn how to use it and to integrate that into your marketing toolbox yep that's a definite mess for everyone for everyone that's even for me even for a podcaster you can use ai to do all of your show notes which is phenomenal so there's just there's a lot of ways to use ai not just marketing but just to make life easier 
So, so there, yeah. Absolutely. You can automate so many things today just by using an AI app, right? I mean, the world in less than a year has completely changed, completely, right? And, And it's one of those things that like, I think as a boomer, people might be a little bit scared to like embrace it. Right. But it's definitely one of those things that if you do embrace it, it's just going to enhance your life. Um, yes. It's scary. It's very, very scary. And it's completely mind-blowing to think about what it can do for you. Right. But when you go down that rabbit hole, and it really is a rabbit hole, <laughs> um, <laughs> it just blows your mind, it completely blows your mind, like what it can do and how it can help you and, and how it can just like, help to 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 save you so much time right yes. and and i think that that's the biggest mindset as well is to change as you think about it as a tool as ai as a tool mm-hmm. to help you become more productive because in the end of the day it's a computer you know yes. it doesn't have the human touch and it's not human and it right. just needs you to help it do, do everything but it can help you right save so much time you know, right. So, so yeah. So AI with social media as well. It's a big, big topic. Yep. So for boomers, I think it's your company can hold their hand and make life a lot easier. So, you know, if you're starting a new business and you're a boomer and you've never done this before, there's so many things to learn. So I think the advantage of a hiring a company like you takes the pressure off because you'll say, okay, do this and then I'll put it out there. Do that short video for me. I'll put it out there. Uh, Do the 60 minute longer video and then I'll be able to use that to do marketing for you. So then it's off of our plate and we don't have to learn all the ins and outs. We only have to learn a little bit. So that's an advantage. Absolutely. It's a huge advantage. Huge. And I think like the more like social media is one of those things which is very overwhelming Mm -hmm. and very, very time consuming. Yes. And you, as a business owner, you have way better things to be doing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but we all understand how important social media is, right. right? Right. So we understand the importance, but we don't have the time or we're completely overwhelmed because you get bombarded by like tons of different information and what is correct and what isn't correct. And things are changing at such a rapid speed right. that having someone there to help you and to guide you and to say, okay, listen, let's focus on this, this, and this, or yeah, you've got, you give me the content. That's it. You're done. I need 60 minutes of your time, like a week. That's it. Right. You're done. You're off. Finished. Perfect. And now you've got your social media done. That That's huge. That is huge. That is huge. So tell my audience where they can reach you if they'd like to reach out to you and learn more and hopefully get your company to help them. So where do they find you? So you can find me on LinkedIn. And um, that's the easiest way to get hold of me is on LinkedIn. And there's the chat and there's like there's a little um, link there that says let's chat. And mm-hmm. you can book yourself in for a chat, a free call. And we can see exactly what you have, where you're going, what you're doing. No commitment, no nothing. We just sit and have a little chat mm-hmm. and and see what we can do for you and see where you're at and how we can help you to grow your business at the the most reasonable price and the most reasonable thing that we can do for you. And um, yeah, we look after you just like you're my own business. 
Perfect. <laughs> I love it. So um, I'll have all of Chava's uh, contact information in the show notes, mostly LinkedIn, because you'll be able to go onto LinkedIn and find that link to get your 20-minute discovery call. But um, so it's all in the um, show notes so that if you're out exercising or walking or whatever, you don't have to worry about writing anything down. Um, so thank you for being my guest today. You've given us so much valuable information. I know there's going to be a lot of my audience that want to reach out to you because they appreciate what you've already given us. And they're probably thinking, oh my God, my mind's exploding. Let me talk to her. Maybe she can take some of it off my plate because it is a lot. So I hope they do. I hope they contact you through LinkedIn and decide to have you help their company because it does take the burden off. I'd love that. Um, I'm so happy to share knowledge and to be with you. And yeah, give me a, give me a shout out and link up and let's hook up on LinkedIn and chat. Thank you so much. It's been great having you today. And I know it's going to be a valuable podcast for my audience. Awesome. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Kick-Ass Boomers. For more information on today's guest, along with the show notes and other inspiring resources, buzz on over to kickassboomers.com. And don't forget to join our Kick-Ass community on Facebook or LinkedIn to continue the conversation. Be bold, not old. This podcast is sponsored by Premier Podcast Productions. Looking to take your podcast to the next level with video? Are you looking to develop a podcast but don't know where to start? From recording and editing to final distribution and marketing, we can help every step of the way to make your podcast stand out and get the results it deserves. Contact us today at premierpodcastpros.com to take your podcast to the next level. 